0: If this guy was my brother, which he is to some degree, he's like, yo, get your crap together. You're acting like a fool. Get your crap together. Get off the internet. Go read. You don't even have to read it. Go watch Marie Kondo's joint on Netflix. Tidy up your room. Take it. What is this? This is not good. This is not good. What up, black man? Welcome to the Beneficial Black Man Podcast, where we journey together to overcome mediocrity and become beneficial for our community by sharing lessons from the highs and lows of life. I'm your host, Jamal Calpin. How y'all doing? Hopefully you're doing well. Hopefully you're protecting your mental mental, finding time for an emotional release valve and continuing to strive to become beneficial. It's a brand new week, it's a brand new episode, and uh, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to be able to uh, continue to do this, continue to share stuff on my journey and to discuss things in hopes that it helps you, helps you on your journey as you continue to strive to become a beneficial man. Because if we're being honest, it's, it's a challenge. Because we live in a world that doesn't want us to be beneficial men. We live in a world that doesn't want us to be beneficial black men. I think. There are a few who do want us to be better, who need us to be better. But the overarching system, world or whatever, doesn't want us to be better. And even sometimes our carnal flesh does not want us to be better. It wants us to be terrible, terrible people. But we have to fight back against that and continue to strive to make a change so that we can be the change that we want to see, right? Getting into the episode, starting with the mental, mental check-in, high, low, creating. What's been high in the past week of my life? What's been kind of a low or something that I didn't like uh, this past week? Things I would want to change? And have I been creating anything? And again, ask these questions in your own life. Make sure to have some time of self-reflection because we need to do that. We have to check in with ourselves to make sure, are we going the way that we want to be going? Are we living the way that we want to be living? And are we actually living for glory and living for good? Are we being servant leaders? Are we being our best selves to help others? And are we being our best selves so that we can just overall be healthy? Make sure to check in with yourself. So starting from me, the high. uh, Recently, in the past week, I had the opportunity to go on a date day with with my wife, which was really fun. We went and uh, had the opportunity to go hang out in DC. Uh, The weather was really nice. To drive around, to talk, to spend time together, it was really fun, and I appreciate that because you need to go on dates. (laughs) You need to go on dates with your your with your partner. Like even if you're married or if you're like engaged or whatever, make sure you're spending time with your person. Um, I'm constantly being reminded, you know, the scripture. I think it's in Proverbs. It says, you know, he that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor of the Lord. And I think a lot of times when we are in relationships for a period of time, we can um, start to forget that. Our wives are good things and not things as in objects to, you know, take advantage of or whatever, but they're blessings to our lives. Being able to be in a romantic and intimate relationship with a woman is work, but it's also a blessing relationships in general are blessings. Other brothers and sisters in our lives are blessings and we need to make sure to not take that for granted. So I'm grateful that we are a- able to have the opportunity to just hang out and enjoy one another because usually we're spending a lot of time working and doing our own things. My wife is doing our own thing. I'm trying to do my own stuff. And so just being able to have some time to just sit and enjoy one another is is really great. And so I, I really appreciated that that was really fun. That was definitely a highlight of my, my week, my past week. Hello is something that I found on Instagram. And so let me pull that up so I can show you. So this, <laughs> this clip was shared with me and maybe you've seen it. I'm going to read the little quote first before I play the video. But it says, if a woman don't walk in your crib and notice the things that you need, your crib disorganized and not clean. If she don't clean your crib, she ain't the one for you. Okay, so I'm going to play this first and then I'm going to share my thoughts. Here we go. A woman don't walk in your crib and notice the things that you need. And she walk in your crib and your crib like disorganized and and not clean a little bit. And she don't clean your crib. She ain't the one for you. She is not the one. And she don't come in the crib and wash your clothes, fold your clothes. She is not feminine enough. I don't want her. If I'm sick and she can't tell me or try to heal me back to life. With her affection, with her love, with tea, with food, I do not want her. She is, she is not it. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I don't know if this is the appropriate response, or maybe it is. But my response is like, yo, you're a fool. This is crazy. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's the first time I saw this. I, I, I tried to restrain, restrain my, uh, I guess my reaction to like, yo, what is wrong with you? I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand why they're mad like this. I don't. I don't, yo, like, why do you, why can't you take care of yourself? Like, I don't understand this. Like, I know he gave the example of being sick. That's one thing, not even really. Like, have you never been sick by yourself? Have you never had to order something off the Uber Eats or medicine or whatever? Like had to, like, I don't, this is embarrassing. This is really, really embarrassing. And it makes me cringe and it's a low because there are so many black men who agree with this. And who want this to be their reality that they're living by themselves they're dating a woman and she comes into her life and automatically becomes his mom or becomes because it's really they don't even really want it to be their mom because a mom could like expect things of you and desire you to do stuff and want you to be better because the mom is typically an authority figure in in a child's life. So I don't even think it's wanting to be a mom. It's you just want a servant. You want a maid, you want somebody to come and take care of you so you have no responsibilities and that you don't do anything. But bro, like take care of yourself. Don't be like this. No woman wants to be with a guy who can't take care of himself. Like, what is this? Like why, why, why would you put this on the internet? And why would you try to encourage other men to look for somebody to baby them? Your house is dirty, and you have somebody coming over and that you're trying to impress, but you're trying to use that as a test to see if she's feminine enough. Bump that. Let's get. Let's put the masculinity out of the way. Let's put the femininity out of the way. Why aren't you mature enough to take care of yourself? Like I don't understand this. This doesn't make any sense. Like yo, why don't you wash your own clothes? Why aren't your stuff? Why aren't you organized? Why aren't you taking care of yourself? This doesn't make any sense. If you're a man, you're you're supposed to be a mature male that exists that can sustain himself in some degree. But if you are looking for, in a romantic partner, somebody to come and take care of your basic necessities, because you can't take care of yourself. Because that's what you're looking for. You're looking for like, she, she's not the one for me. She's not the one. If she, if she don't come in and see that all my, my life is disarray and she wants to fix it, and that she wants to <clears throat> serve me in this capacity and make everything all right, she's not the one for me. Yo, you're not the one for yourself. You're not taking care of yourself. So why would anybody want to be partnered with you? This is crazy. We can't, we can't keep supporting these ideologies. We can't keep supporting and like, As men, we have to raise our standards. Cause, and, and, and not even standards when it comes to romantic relationships. We need to raise our own internal standards. Because this, if this is what people are striving for, if this is what other brothers are saying, like, oh, yeah, this is what I want, this is garbage. This is, this is why women say the bar is in hell for men. Because we, we don't even have good standards for ourselves. One of the, one of the things I'm very thankful for that I was taught by my parents. And I know this was expressed to me over and over again by my father. He's like, our goal and my goal for you is to make sure that you can take care of yourself. So you you, you can cook, you can clean, you can do your laundry, you can do whatever you need to do to be okay. Because you can't depend on nobody else. If you're gonna be an adult, of course, yes, you wanna get into a relationship where you can share responsibilities and live life with somebody. Or even get to a place <clears throat> we can pay somebody to do this stuff. Because like, no, if you're putting all this pressure on your romantic partner to be a maid, that's a problem. That's a severe problem. Again, you you have very low standards of yourself that you don't think you're capable of doing these things. You, you need to take care of yourself. You need to, this. This is just wild to me. And I can understand why Black women don't want to be in relationship with Black men if this is what we believe. If this is the advice that's being shared. If this is what is becoming the standard. This is the marker of what is deserved of a black man. No. And this guy was my brother, which he is to some degree. He's like, yo, get your crap together. You're acting like a fool. Get your crap together. Get off the internet. Go read. You don't even have to read it. Go watch Marie Kondo's joint on Netflix. Tidy up your room. Take it. Like, What is this? This is not good. This is not good. We have to raise our internal standards to be okay by ourselves. Like, We have to learn how to be okay with ourselves. And, and then when we have the the desire and the opportunity to be in relationship with a woman, with a black woman, that we can actually benefit them. Not thinking about what can we take from their relationship, but we need to focus on how can we be in an okay place to be actually give and provide to them and sustain them and help them. Not, oh, can you come in my life and fix everything? No. And I don't think you necessarily need that pressure as a man to go into a woman's life and try to fix everything in her life, but not to help her yes to help elevate her and to see her succeed yes i think that's what men are supposed to do in society in general how can i make things better how can i influence people to make things better i want to improve stuff i want things to grow and it's part of being like a husband and a gardener like we want things to grow we want things to flourish how how can you know we change things but that starts with us like don't settle for this kind of crap this is not good so seeing that <laughs> was a low was a low of my week. There's so many other things that I'm going to work on a live or another video to discuss some other crazy stuff that's happened recently. But seeing the things that are happening on the Internet that continue to poorly reflect this as black men drains me and depresses me. But I understand that a work has to be done. So that was the low. In regards to creating, I haven't really been creating anything. Not recently. Uh, we've been traveling a lot. I've been journaling. Uh, I've been doing like my personal blogs and stuff. So that, that's been helpful, but I haven't really been creating that much recently. So that's it for the mental mental so check in. Okay. What did I learn from this week? So recently my family and I, we went on a fast and uh, during that fast, one of the focus points was to try to address generational curses and covenants and within our family bloodline, which is heavy work and is really, really intense. I'm grateful for the fast. I'm grateful for all the studying and the lessons and stuff that I learned that I'm going to continue to learn because, you know, books were recommended to us. There are a lot of teachings that were shared or whatever during this time. And it was great. Why is this important? I think this is so important because, as men, as we're striving to be beneficial men, I think it's important to realize the things that we are wrestling with that exist in the invisible realm. And so, at this point, I would hope that you know that, yes, I'm a believer, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. And I believe in the supernatural, I believe in the spiritual, like this life is more than just what you're seeing right now. It's more than that. And so, yeah, I believe that there's a spiritual wickedness in high places. There's powers and principalities. I believe all that stuff. And I believe it's real. And I also believe in the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. And I believe that God is the most high, that Father Yah is the most high and he's got total control. But that also requires us to be in obedience to him and to also walk in his ways and to reach out for help. And so in regards to generational curses, I think it's important to know this because sometimes we can be wrestling things and dealing with stuff that we're unaware of, that's impacting our finances, that's impacting our maturity, that's impacting our relationships, that's impacting us physically. And we need to know about this stuff. We need to know about it and we need to address it. Um, Because if we don't, we get stuck in cycles. And it just happens over and over and over again. And when I was younger, when I was talking to my father, something that he warned me of, and I don't, he didn't use the phrase in regards to generational curses or anything like that, but something that he warned me of. He told me that in our family, this is my father's side, we struggle with addiction. My dad struggled with um, drugs and alcohol. My grandfather, who I didn't know and I never met, uh, struggled with alcoholism. And currently, that's as far back as I know, which isn't, kind of important for me and want to know more about my lineage i don't know much about either of my grandfathers not really Um, i never had the opportunity to meet them they passed before i was born and even with my relationships with my grandmothers on both my sides my father my father's mom my mom's mom I, i didn't have a real deep relationship with them either but as you learn about your family and you find out things sometimes You find out that there's some stuff and some decisions that they made that probably weren't that good, (laughs) that that probably uh, could have some spiritual consequences in your life. And sometimes even some, you know, physical and natural consequences or whatever. And so this past weekend, being able to take this time in prayer and fasting and seeking the most high and the Holy Spirit revealing that there are different things that have been affecting my bloodline. And it's a little scary, (laughs) but I'd rather know than not know. I'd rather know than not know. And so, you know, I've been seeking the most high and I'm, I'm believing that he's delivered me from that stuff, delivered my bloodline from that stuff. But I think this is really important because in our community as black men, it's sad that a lot of us don't know our history that well. I think it's easier now when you have stuff like Ancestry.com and you can do the DNA stuff, DNA tests or whatever, so you can find out some things, but not everybody has access to that. Not everybody has the time to do that research. It can be difficult to talk to elders in your family if they're even there. Sometimes they won't even tell you stuff, you know, just because they might tell you little things, but because of shame or because of pride, they will hide the truth from you. They won't tell you, yeah, your, your dad or your uncle did this, or your mom or your aunt did this, or your grandparents did this, or your great-grandparents would do this, and they were involved in this and so on and so forth. Either they don't know, they don't want you to know, or it's just, you don't have access. You don't have the opportunity to ask. But this is important because I think there are a lot of, like I did a recent video reviewing uh, a video by Angry Biracial Reacts, and he talks about the curse, the, the Miss curse. And I do, I believe there's there's curses on black men. I think there are curses on the black community. I mean, I think there's a general curse over all of humanity, but more specifically, there are things that we are wrestling with that need to be dealt with, and it's a deeper spiritual thing. And a big one of those, I think, is mental and emotional health. I think we are wrestling with and affected by decisions, and actions that were taken from our forefathers that impact our mental health, that impact our emotional health, that impact our relationships, that impact the way that we live day to day. We try to just do our best, you know, but we're never really addressing the root of the issue. And so what advice would I give? I would encourage you to look into your history if you can. If your grandparents are with you, talk to them. See what's going on with their lives. If if you have older um, relatives, ask them about your parents, ask them about things that are going on in your family. And so like examples of things that can be uh, considered generational curses, like certain health issues that seem to run in your family or financial conditions or particular behaviors that ke- seem to keep showing up, you know, like, yeah, your, your grandfather was a very angry man. Your dad was very angry or whatever. Stuff that shows up and that may show up in you. Figure out, ask some questions. Next, I would encourage you, especially if you're a believer, is to seek the most high for help. And commit to praying and fasting, asking for deliverance, asking asking for, for those curses and those covenants to be broken so that you can be the one that helps your your family bloodline, especially if you are interested in like having children and creating that legacy and all that stuff. You don't want bad stuff to continue, continue on. And you also don't want bad stuff to be leaking out and impacting our community. We got to deal with that stuff. And the last thing I would say is that know that you can change. My father expressed to me when I was young that, yeah, we wrestle with addiction. And I'm grateful that I don't. I think there have been opportunities for that stuff to kick in, with a variety of stuff. It could have been alcohol, sex, that kind of stuff. But I'm grateful that the Most High has helped me to not to, to fight back against that stuff. To view these vices and be like, nope, I, I ain't gonna do this. I can't keep doing this because this ain't gonna be helpful for me. It's not gonna be helpful for my relationships. It's not gonna be helpful moving forward. It's not gonna help me to live out my my destiny and my purpose. It's not gonna help me to be a beneficial man. So we gotta cut this stuff off. So I'm grateful. But I'm also grateful for that warning (laughs) that uh, maybe admonishment to like, hey, be careful what you're doing because we wrestle with addiction. And I'm sure there are things like that in your own life that you see certain patterns that you know you need to you need to deal with. and know that they can be changed. They can be fixed. Some stuff requires just our choice. Like, I'm not going to do this anymore. And other things. Yeah, I need, need some spiritual help. (laughs) <laughs> you need some heavy lifting for the most high. You need that shed blood of Jesus Christ in your life. And you need to spend some time in prayer and fasting. But we have the opportunity to make changes for ourselves, for our community, for the world around us, for our future, all of that. And so we got to take this stuff seriously. So yeah, what I learned from this week is that generational curses are real, but there's a way out. And it's important that we try to address that stuff. And again, I do. I think there are a lot of issues that have been handed down from generation to generation in our community particularly as black men, that we need to repent of, that we need to renounce, that we need to run away from, and that we need to replace with righteousness and obedience in the kingdom of heaven? I really do. And uh, I'll put some links in the the description for the things that I read, the resources that I looked at that I think can be helpful. This life that we're given, this gift that we're given every day that we wake up is something that we shouldn't take lightly. I think we should pay attention to it. We need to pay attention to our body. We need to pay, pay attention to our soul. We need to pay attention to our spirit. And I do honestly believe we're all called to live for God's glory and for the good of other people. And that starts with us becoming beneficial men. It starts with us making something of ourselves, for ourselves, and, you know, for glory and for good. We got to make sure we're okay first so that we can actually go and be servant leaders to our community and to those close to us. This might be a short episode, but that's just what I wanted to share. If you like the video, if you like the podcast, you know, watch it on YouTube, hit the like, share, subscribe button. Let me know. If you feel like gener- generational curses is a real thing, and if, if you think that's something that's happening within our community, especially as Black men, and um, if you're listening on your favorite podcast, and app, please, like you know, leave a review, five stars, and all that stuff. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I'd appreciate it. Black man, you're called for more than mediocre living. You're here for a purpose to live for glory and for good. Protect your mental mental. Make time for an emotional release valve, and keep striving to become beneficial. I believe in you. Go make something of yourself. Make something for yourself, and make something for glory and for good. Peace.